Guys, can I talk to you about something? Here we go again with them. Okay, so... Can I describe to you what I... Can I... Do I have to go... Okay, I'm not HIV positive. I'm not. I just want to put that out there. Uh, no, I have chlamydia. That's a totally different thing. That's a lie. Just go. Just Listen. Is this a wrestling podcast? This is a wrestling was podcast. It? Was this one of the episodes that came from Queens? No. This is not... How did we win an award again? How did we win an can award? We, can we... Just get it started. What's up? What's up? So... Do you have any conceivable... I hope you guys appreciate the shit I have to go through so we can record this shit in the same room together, right? Oh, we do, yeah. Now we're seeing it in person. We understand your struggle. Okay, The struggle is real, bro. The, str- the struggle is real, bro. But here's why. I had to come from my internship, my new internship in the city that I just got. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. It's a long time coming. Finally got one, but... I took the F train, local, accidentally, back to Queens. It's not a good thing Yeah, but what happens is, I get on, two girls are singing pitch-perfect songs at the top of their lungs Uh, for like 12 fucking stops. But that's a a good movie, I thought. No. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, Anna Kendrick. And then... C.J. Perry, a.k.a. Yeah. But then, what friggin' happens is, I get off at Queens Boulevard, the 71st and Continental, I go to Queens Boulevard to get my Uber to come here. Yeah. Uber starts taking like eight minutes, then it starts taking ten minutes, then it's just not moving at all. I'm like, cancel, get a new one. Get in my car, the car behind us starts honking, I flip off the car, we start driving, the car pulls alongside us, starts flipping me off and screaming, fuck you. And then, takes us thirty-something minutes to get here, and then, finally, I get here to Ray's apartment building in a disclosed, in an undisclosed location, which Ray's I will office. not reveal, in his office. Apartment slash office. You work where you live, I assume. And what happens is, I get in your elevator, which is usually works fine. Takes I hit I hit five, go up, takes me to floor sixteen, takes me back down again to the first floor, hit five again, takes me up to sixteen. I get off at sixteen. I go down nine floors, and I finally get here. So if you're wondering why I'm a little more exasperated than usual, it's because I have literally just been on the trip from goddamn hell. Welcome to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And this has been a story time with Ben. But now to your regularly scheduled yeah, program. But you are right, this is not this is not what the fuck happened in Ben's day. This is Welcome to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that cuts through all the bullshit and gets right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. I'm Avenging Ben. I'm Paul Mike. And I'm the Lawyer Mundo. Hey! And we are back again for another amazing episode. The I'm not... Spike is unbelievable. Wow. On the audio level, it's amazing. Gonna have to do you something. sounded like Pepe there. What happened? There is no Pepe but Pepe. Nobody can do Pepe but Pepe. There is no God. There's only Pepe. There you go. I think, Pe- I think, also, by the way, Pepe told me he can't make it this week. What do you mean? We're going to be out, Pe- out Pepe this week. He told me he- he's doing something personal. I'm going on a mission. He's probably spreading the Lord's work or something like that. I think, I think they found him at the border. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh. I thought there was a reason why he wasn't picking up my calls. All right, so let's Thanks. let's be serious for a moment here. We, okay, what's up? Th- this week's episode is going to be jam-packed. Yep, we have an interview lined up. Hopefully it goes through. Yep. Uh, we have NXT TakeOver Chicago and Money in the Bank predictions. Not losing your belt, motherfuckers. We'll uh, get to that. And we're also here to talk about possibly America taking over Japan. Yep. The or Northeast, or, or, in general. or vice versa. We'll certainly see what happens there. But, as Ben said, 
as an internship. How's that been going? Uh, it's been going well. I've only been at it two days, but you know what? It's a calm gig. I get a, I get a lunch break that I can pretty much take for as long as I need to. Yeah. Uh, I get to sit at a nice comfy desk. It's air-conditioned. It's near... Uh, it's near. Uh, it's in a big part of New York where there's like a lot of really great places to eat. So fuck it, I'm very happy with it. So it, the Bronx? Not the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyone that got I'm offended not, by that. I am not. Listen, if you're from the Bronx, I'm sure you're a lovely person, but we can never be friends. Sorry. We just say that to for, Ace Andrews. We just wow. lost, we, we just lost half except, for, except for Ace Andrews, who is a god among men. Love you, Ace. You're great. Yes. Ace is a very good friend of ours. Uh, me, personally, I also found a new job this week. I started in a couple of weeks, actually. It was very funny to bring, uh, give him my two-week notice because the manager was like, What the fuck? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us, Michael? You're very important. You've been here for fucking ever. You came out of your mother. You've been here since day one. And I'm just like, day one-ish or... Sorry, never mind. Your mom, just, your mom just went into writing nine months pregnant. Plop you out. The oh, yeah, don't work at right. Fucking no, the fucking the, the fucking store you work at. Undisclosed location. location. You work at undisclosed location. Your mom just walked in there nine months pregnant, shat you out, put an apron on you, put you to work. Is that? All right, you're born. Get the work, motherfucker. Is that where babies come from? And that's where babies come from. And now where you know. And now you know the rest of the story. Okay, so And Ray, anything big happened you in your way? Did you get a new job as well? No, I just still work at House of Glory. Because me it. and Ben make that money. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. the money. Money. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I oh my money God. somewhere else. You guys are okay. But this show is not about all the bullshit that goes on in our Listen, daily we don't lives. want to know what you do on your nightly escapades. We don't want to know. Ray Raimundo gets all the pitches. I think we all know that. If you want to see Ray Raimundo, he's on the corner of 69 Road and Fuck Your Mama. <laughs> 69th Road it's and Fuck Your Mama? No, yeah, yeah, it he, has to be 69. And if you made it to 73rd to and reach around, you've gone too far. Yeah, Th- those, those are the weirdos that are out there that are into hanky panky weird shit. Bro, this okay, is, so let's start bro, with the this actual wrestling. Bro, this is New York. You go every five fucking blocks, you're gonna find a place to eat. Or you're gonna find some place to fuck. One way or another, you're getting something put in your mouth. <laughs> oh! <laughs> let's get into some wrestling news. New Japan, wrestling? New Japan Pro Wrestling. Let's go. This into is why that. Japan beats America every fucking day. Okay, because we, we put shit in our mouths. <laughs> If you don't know just what it is, don't put it in your mouth. In your mouth. Don't do it. All right. Or do. But the thing, but what you should do is sign up for a NewJapanWorld.com account because Dominion was fucking amazing. Every New Japan show is amazing. Right? Yeah, but, but, th- but this one was... This one, more than anything, close up, the amount of just... Big developments that came out of the show. Yes, are just. Well, we have the Young Bucks winning the. Not know, only that, remember the new CEO. They have changed management. Yes, management. That's the biggest changed. news coming out. They got of that New York money now, man. They got that big money because, like, let's just go through the big stuff that happened in the show. From, well, the, like, well, well, the Young Bucks, least, least young, biggest to most biggest. So, first of all, Young Bucks. Young Bucks are the new tag team champions. I think they're the first heavyweight tag team. Heavyweight. Made that. Made the, that. the first team to win the junior IWGP, and the heavyweight junior and heavyweight tag team championship. So the one the was from Evil and Sonati. Oh, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, see that? Yes. I was wait, wait, Sonata. Okay. Uh, I, thought, I thought he said Sonati. I was like, wait, isn't that a car? The fuck is that? Hyundai Sonata. Yes, yes. Sunday. Sunday. And Evil Sonata. Evil Sunday. But uh, Sunday. 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 
It's evil, evil, evil. I'm so sorry. To what, was all the truck, what was that truck they used to do? They used to like perform at the fucking NASA Coliseum. Grave Digger. Does anyone remember Grave Digger? Explain this. I the monster. There, there's these commercials that used to run. Like in on my local cable all the time. I know like, he's Come to the Nassau Coliseum. It's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. Sunday. 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 But yeah, like the other thing that goes with the show, we have a brand new IWGP junior heavyweight champion in the form of I know I'm going to butcher Hiromi his name. Takahashi. Hiromi Takahashi. Correct. Fantastic. We we should Daryl. I'm just going to say the guy that owns not Daryl. Daryl's dad. Basically. But, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name either, so I'm not going to Takahashi. Takahashi. Uh, that motherfucker. Oh, and... Uh, oh, the, uh, oh, Rey Mysterio lost. Unfortunately. I think that's why Pepe... It was cool to see him. It's you know cool what? I think Pepe mentioned that. He lost. I'm not coming on. <laughs> I think he mentioned that. But here's the other thing. Uh, uh, Tetsuya Naito lost the IWGP Intercontinental Championship to some, some guy named Chris... Ju- Jericho? Jericho. Jericho. Okay, Chris Oh, Jericho. oh. member Chris... Wait, Chris Jericho is the new Intercontinental Champion? Yes. yes, he is. Yes, he is. New Japan actually gave him the belt. Yes. yes. We yes, called that one. What the fuck was on his face? I don't know. What was up with his makeup? Chris he Jer- listened to Chemical Romance a little too much. That motherfucker needs to be in the Black Parade. I, yeah. I know where you got that reference from, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Did I bully you? And finally, last... Is it on the boulevard? <laughs> and finally, last, but certainly... <laughs> so wait, what's your thoughts least. on Jericho winning? Do you uh, think, was it shocking? It was very shocking to me. Shocking and not shocking at the same time. Like I kind of felt in my heart... He lost the United States Championship match with That Omega. fan in you was like, I want that him to fan, win. That fan, I was like, I want him to win. I need him to win. But in but reality, like, it's like, reality, there's no like, way. There is a strong discrepancy between what I want as a fan and what I think is logically going to happen. But, you know. Chris Jericho is I think that's all of us. Like, we've expa- already got to that With them point. expanding out to the New York and U.S. territories, yes. like having their mid-card title on arguably one of the top ten wrestlers of all time is definitely going to help them. But that was not the biggest thing that happened at Dominion. Because, main event, two out of three falls, no time limit. Kazuchika Okada, Kenny Omega. 64 fucking minutes. 64 I tell minutes. you this, if you guys have not watched Dominion, shame on you. Shame but, please watch this main event match. It mean? is worth First it. off, why shame on them? It's early, it's like, what, it was two in the morning? No, no. It's Mike. We're recording this on a Wednesday. If you've still not watched this by the time we release this, shame on you. Because this matchup was fucking. This is gonna break Meltzer's Richter style when he fucking gives it. It's more than six stars. Is he not giving his ratings yet? I haven't seen him yet. Okay. I've looked let them me, up. I haven't seen him yet. This is gonna be a fucking ten star matchup because they tore the house down. What did you give the last match? Six point five. We uh, had an interesting reverse. I get a six. I get a six. We have an interesting reverse from. Remember the time in their hour-long match that did go to a time decision yeah. when Kenny fainted under the Rainmaker. We had a weird reversal of that spot yeah. this time. Okada, Okada just, could not hit the Rainmaker. He was no, so freaking tired. He connected. But it just, just was the weakest. No, he kind of just crumpled ever. Yeah. Kind of just crumpled into him. Slightly. He basically did. Kenny was finally able to hit the one-winged angel, and finally, after four friggin' matches with this guy, after every opportunity, 
Kenny Omega is finally the new IWGP Heavyweight Champion dethroning Okada after almost 600 days, almost over two years as champion. The Rainmaker's reign that has come to <clears throat> That needs to hurt as a guy that's basically been the ace of New Japan and holding that title, being that fucking brand. To lose it? It's got to hurt. I want to mention this because a lot of people were having debates online about this. Yep. Who has, who in the modern era has the better title reign? Okay. Brock Lesnar currently with the Universal title. Okay. Punk's 434 reign. Okay. Or Okada's two-year reign. I am going to go with Punk. Here's why. Brock is the stronger name out of the three of them, but he barely shows up. Okada is the better wrestler out of the three of them. But, again, he's he's sort of like a once-every-month, once-every-two-month kind of guy. Yeah, but you have to, have to mention WWE and New Japan are different. They with have weekly television, while Japan, Japan is... house shows. Yeah. But with Punk, he was there every week. He was there every pay-per-view. He was always defending in those 434 days. I'm going to go with okay. Punk. Oh, good old CM Punk. I'm sure things are going swimmingly for him. I'll say this. I'll say, I'll say this. To, to then as, to move on talk, to what should, should we talk about that? We have to talk about that. Later on, in, a, in a minute. Let's get to that question that Mike asked. Okay. Each title reign has their thing. Okada, yes. He was a workhorse when he defended the championship. Brock, again, it's always noted. He's a guy that, unfortunately, it's a once-in-a-blue thing to see him. You'll see a shooting star before you see Brock Lesnar. The only thing, by the way, I'm looking up the story rating. The only thing that keeps popping up is 6.9. I don't know if that's a So I guess that's the Okada problem. I, I thought that was the name of Dominion like 6.9. Mm. Oh, oh, that is. Oh, wait, yeah, 6.9. That's what. Okay, nine. but to, to end it, Punk's reign to me is the better out of the three just because when Punk defended that championship, every match was something to see. Punk was definitely someone that made that title great again at that point. Mm-hmm. And he was someone that it hurt to see him lose it when he lost it. How Just because that. it ended abruptly, and it ended as in, why? But at the same time, hey, it worked. It, it's all three title reigns are good for what they were, but at the same time, Punk's the best in my opinion. Honestly, I would say Okada because two reasons. One, when it comes to Brock's reign, he's barely there, and when he does, when he's there, it's five minute matches, and they're just okay. When it came to Punk's title reign. He was sometimes in the main event, but most of the time he would be in the co-main event. I mean, for God's sakes, he had a uh, WWE title match against Daniel Bryan, and the main event was John Laurinaitis versus John Cena. Oh, God, I remember that. Yeah, he was in a triple threat with Daniel Bryan and Kane. Main event was John Cena versus the big show in a steel cage. To determine whether or not John Laurinaitis He always was underneath John Cena, even though Punk was positioned as the WWE champion. He was always that number two or number three. When it came to Okada's reign, his matches always delivered, even when against subpar opponents, Sonata, Evil, like those, like those type of people. He always brought the best out of them. Okada, for two years straight, he main evented all of his shows when it came to title defenses, and all of his matches were phenomenal. Punks, they were. Punks and Brocks have just been all right, with some exceptions. But when it came to Okada, he delivered tenfold. But I see like a lot of people just like bring that up over the past week. It's just like, first off, you're comparing two WWE title compared to a, a, a 
New Japan title reign. Obviously, both companies do different bookings, so it's not it's, just it's, not, it's not necessarily that. fair to say one's better than the other one because the booker there, is it's different. like comparing it's like comparing ice cream to a hamburger to nachos. They're all delicious, but in different ways. Right. I I kind of see your point, but okay. Like it's a weird metaphor to be sure, but these are three really different guys. They three very different title yeah. reigns. So that's the thing you have to think about that each is in their own. Each company is different, and also the time frames. Right. Punk was at a different time in wrestling. That was more of the open era, while Brock is now in this PG era. So. And also, when you come out of uh, Dominion, which everybody should be listening to this, should watch it. When you come out of Dominion, you look at all the champions. There's only one Japanese wrestler with a championship. If you look at all of them, Takahashi is your junior heavyweight champion. Michael Elgin won the Never Openweight Championship. You have the Young Bucks as your heavyweight tag team champions, as long as your never openweight six-man champions with Marty Skrull, Jericho with the Intercontinental, Jay White with the U.S., and now you have Kenny Omega as the world champion. Yeah, so that kind of... That's amazing. The other thing we're talking about is, yeah, New Japan is kind of... The Northeast is being taken over Japan. Yeah, but not only that, New Japan really is the second biggest brand in the world yep. next to WWE. There's no denying this anymore. I don't think you have to It's not Ring of Honor. It, who'd have thought it? It's not Ring of Honor. It's not it, Impact. Ain't, it ain't Impact. It is New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't even think you have to compare the two anymore. That's the thing. Both have their markets. Like, at the same time, yes, wrestling fans are wrestling fans. But when you notice the fans that are go- talking about New Japan and the fans that are talking about WWE... A lot of times, they're two separate entities. Now. Right. We are those that watch both, but at the same time, we watch all wrestling. Right, but That's you, got, the only but you gotta admit, there's been a lot of people that have been outraged about the booking of WWE in the past four weeks. Yeah, and they, a lot of people have tuned out. They said, "Listen, I've had enough. I need something to watch instead. I'll, I'll watch a Ring of Honor. I'll watch an Impact. I'll, yeah. watch, I'll watch a Lucha Underground, which is debuting by the time of this recording." And you also have... Yeah, it debuts tonight. Yeah, by the time it's recording, you know it's the first later. episode of Season 4 is out. And apparently and, and, it's Aztec Warfare 4. So. Wow. But, um, That's a good way to but, start. But as I was saying, people are, are they're looking for an alternative. Basically, what's, what's the alternative? They're going to Japan. They're paying the same price for uh, the same kind of service. New Japan World. And even to me, you a better to, quality product. Sadly. Here's something they're very different, but at the same time, though... Even WWE has been doing a lot of right things lately, a lot of wrong things lately. You want to look at all the good stuff they're doing? Look at NXT and SmackDown and a lot of the supplemental content on the network. Right. You want to look at everything they're doing wrong? You look, look at, at you look at look Raw. At Backlash. Look at Raw. Look at a lot of other stuff. Right. It's like it's always kind of two. It's always like one step forward, two steps back at this company because it always. I want WWE to be good. It can be good. I know it can be. Yeah. WWE this year alone produced like what three or four five star matches. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they have the quality to do good. The only thing is, we have to look at it as a whole. And when you compare it to Japan, Japan doesn't have to give you supplemental material. Content. It gives you straight up everything that's going to connect. With WWE, they have to give you some other stuff just to please you, and that's sad. It's rest. It's let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What's up? You're Sorry the, for the bird in the background, folks. I have a bird. The day. But, 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 but,
<laughs> I know Mysterio lost, but god damn it. You just killed Pepe's bird. What the? Ow! Mysterio! Not my knee again! No, but I'll say it's this. He did almost injure his knee if you saw the match. Son of a the bitch! Right! Stop it! You know what the worst part is? They misspelled his name. What? R E R E Y M A S T E R I O. Who's that jumping off the boat? That's racist. Stop it! No! Don't sing that song! No! Wrong show! Wrong show! My knee is blown! I'm calling Pepe. He just killed the bird! No, call it Pepe! No! No, but I'll say this. Do you think WWE is in the mindset of there's no competition and we can get what get away with whatever? No, no, that, that's what they used to think. Vince was always in the, ment- the when mentality you, of, like, we're WWE, goddammit, pal. We're the, we're the best fucking swingin'est dick company in the world. Now it's book all these fucking people nobody likes. Now, fucking Triple H is kind of running the show now, and Triple H is realizing, oh, shit, when we suck... People go to the competition. But have you noticed the thing that, is that's weird, the thing? But what's he's the competition? Now, that's the thing. He's buying out a lot of his competition. If he's not buying it out, he's making sure they're his allies. That is why the UK division is a thing. That's why Progress and ICW are going to be on the fucking map. Triple H is looking at his phone and seeing, oh, Ricochet is making headlines. Let's contact him, see if he's up for NXT. Yeah, NXT. that's the thing. Adam Cole, he's he's free. Let's get him. Red Dragon, let's get him. Keith Lee, Red Dragon is one guy. Shut up. See, but you know what I mean. I was Tommy Ends available. From the same guy that said Sabu. Yeah. Tommy Ends available. Seventy let's episodes get him. later, y'all still holding that against me. Because the thing is, when you look outside of WWE, who's legit? Uh, let's forget New Japan. New Japan's doing their own thing. They're they're in a different country. Okay. Yeah. Only, Who compare. are the biggest stars in America? That in are right now. Is Ring of Honor a competition? No. no. Is Impact a competition? No. Not yet. Looking at individual star power, like the biggest people that imp- that Impact has right now are probably Pentagon, Aries. Austin Aries, and even them, they're talent that's been developed everywhere else. Moose, maybe. Pentagon and Phoenix are names that are now developed just because of the star power they have internationally. Impact so- literally the biggest names that are not associated with the WWE right now. Northeast wise are the elite. If you look at, it, they're the only names not contracted by the WWE in the Northeast that have leverage. That's what I was about to bring up to you. Who's the big star and draw for Ring of Honor at the moment? It's not Dalton Castle. It's He's Bullet Club. Honor. Sadly, it's the Bullet Club. But you need to say a specific person. No, is, is that, it, you can't say that. Is it, is it Cody? Is it Kenny? No, is it it's Marty? not. It's sadly it's not because you can put Cody on Ring of Honor. No one kind of cares. It's the unit of the Bullet Club. That's what makes them profitable and marketable is the term of being a Bullet Club member. You could at least say at one point, Jay Lethal is the face of this company. That's the thing. At, at Jay this point, Lethal he's fallen to the back. Jay Lethal on his own, yes, is okay. And yes, but that's the thing. He's fallen back because guess what? You know who overpowers Jay Lethal? Bullet Club. So it's not a Kenny on his own. It's not a Cody. Because sadly, that's why Cody had to join up. Because yes, Cody was on a great run on his own. But it got boring. It got stale. Because like, he got into this weird rhythm where he kind of just pop up somewhere for like two months and leave. That's what I'm saying. You have to change with the times. And currently, we can all admit, we're marks for the Bullet Club. 
We all are. This is probably the most intellectual conversation we've had so far. So let's make fun of a former WWE superstar that has ass kicked in the octagon. I don't want to make fun of Of course we do. So, for those who don't know... I need a drink. If you don't know... Look what you're drinking right now! Oh, that is true. You're drinking Pepsi, you motherfucker! You knew exactly what you were I, doing. I, that, that, that was not... That you're was, on an old man's shoulder. That He looked... So old. So let's describe uh, let's describe CM Punk's week last week. He won his civil lawsuit. Didn't get any money for it, but he won. Which is kind of like oh, here, and correction from last week. I mentioned Eamon was fired. Eamon is not fired. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, he's still employed. This better than I thought that one Ray Romano's corrections. Sorry, I looked at everything. This Ray Romano correction is brought to you by the uh, delicious taste of Pepsi. Salute. But uh, so CM Punk won his lawsuit. He didn't get. Charged for anything. Comes to Saturday. Boom, boom, boom. Three rounds. All right, so did you guys watch this fight? Because I didn't see it. Yeah. So uh, take me through it. How many rounds was this? It went three rounds. It went completely three. Because non-championship UFC fights are always three rounds, right? Uh, yep. Three five-minute rounds. Whereas but when it's a championship fight, it's five. It's five five-minute rounds. Five, five, five three-minute minute rounds. Okay. The problem with this fight was... The other guy didn't take him seriously as a threat? None of that. There were like... Two occasions where he could have knocked out CM Punk, but held back. Yeah. Because he was punching him and punching him and doing like going on offense, and the referee would there just always, stand there. There always just kind of comes this point in a UFC fight when like once you get past like three or four strikes, you kind of know the fight's over. Like Say you and me are in a UFC fight, and you, I'm pounding on you over and over again, and you're not guarding. It's the referee's job to say, okay, enough, was- you win. At the, but in the fight... It looked on several occasions where Punk was done and the ref just let it go. I'm under the belief that Dana White told the referee... Listen, hear me out, because Ray's already shaking his head. I feel the referee well, said, listen... I told listen, you earlier, you're not right with this. Dana White... There's no way he's going to want that, because he wanted can I say a definite... It first? Can I say it first? Dana White told the ref, listen, let this fight go the three rounds, and if, if, if he actually gets knocked out, end it. But if he doesn't and he gets back up, just keep it going because if I'm looking at Dana White, he's losing a lot of money off this. He put him on pay-per-view twice, and he's lost both. This one, he lost by unanimous decision after three rounds. This, this didn't lose wrong. Dana White any money. If anything, In this order, is what makes him To make the fight fair, they had, to get the guy, they had to get a guy who was knocked out by the last guy who beat him. Mickey Gall has now beaten both of these dudes. Yeah. Right. I'll say this. This is something I want to say. And it's also funny, too, is that the guy that beat Punk last Saturday, he's no longer in the UFC either. He got fired as well. Yes, this is why. Because if you look at that fight, I'm going to say this. Looking at a UFC fight, sorry, looking at this UFC fight, it's very mediocre. Mm-hmm. This fight should not have been on paper. If this it wasn't this for was fi- full, this was fight night. This is not even them. This should have been, fuck, this is preliminary. This is not even undercard for a pay-per-view. This is undercard to the free show. Even fucking Joe Rogan on his podcast said both guys should not have been there. CM Punk, Phil Brooks, whatever you want to call him, just because of his star power and them being in Chicago was the only reason that fight was on Mm pay-per-view. Now, Mike Jackson did not end that fight because of this. He wasn't any good either. Both guys were mediocre fighters. Yes, Punk... You can say, oh, but Mike Jackson's trained longer. Doesn't matter. Both guys were on the same level because Punk was a wrestler going to UFC. What, why are you laughing? I want to bring this up before I, because I know I'm going to hold it in. What's up? But 
even if they brought Michael Jackson's dead corpse out of the grave, he couldn't bring out a good fight punk either. Oh! <laughs> 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 but carry on. That is fucked up. See a punky little bitch kid over here. One of the most offensive fucking things I've ever seen was in a was in a Smosh video. Of course, where a character had like a bunch of white powder all over his face, and he said, "I look like Michael freaking Jackson." Oh come on, it wasn't that white. No, I mean I look dead. Carry on. Okay, before we lose the rest of the audience. So yes, at the end of the day, I would say this: I give punk respect. He lasted the I three rounds. We, I think we could all say that. We, get, we give him credit yeah, a lot for of people actually going out there and doing that. I have any respect for him. Okay, we'll get to you. And okay, we'll get to Okay, explain. Talk now. What this dude is risk. This dude has a wife now who probably wants to have fucking children someday. Right. Daniel, let me put it this way. Daniel Bryan had enough good sense to know, I want to be a father someday. Let me get out of the business while I have the chance. He came back, but only after extensive testing. The difference between Bryan and Punk is Bryan got out, couldn't wrestle because of people told him he couldn't. Bryan didn't Punk left on his own. But here's the fucking thing, though. Punk is willingly going into something he knows he is not fucking good at True. and getting murdered. He could have gotten horribly maimed in this fight. He had to go to the hospital after this. Imagine if he died. What's Imagine if, if you're if you been, his fucking you're, wife what you're sitting saying, at home what? fucking horrified because like my husband's living some fucking mid-year-old, 40-year-old crisis right now. Yeah, but you're comparing him. If you compare him to Brian, then if anything, Punk's the smarter one of the two. Brian did not leave on his own accord. Brian left. Because doctors did not allow him to wrestle. He was willing to work on the indies if he had to. Fair enough. I will concede that to because you. Because Punk, remember, but, Punk left. No, because he Daniel Bryan into this was a mistake. Hold on. Just one percent of time. One percent of time. Okay, go back. You, okay, but here's my thing about him. Listen, does it take balls to do UFC and mixed martial arts? Yes. Yes, it does. I couldn't at, imagine at, lacing at, up. At almost lacing 40 up years old. At almost 40 years old, I couldn't imagine fucking doing that shit. And if you're successful at it, fucking God bless you. And also, to add on to your point. If you count how many concussions he's had, how many injuries he's had over the years in professional wrestling, this is not a and good him move. coming out and saying, no, "I want to try UFC. It's my dream." Yeah, then it's like you have to look at that. And be like, is there something mentally wrong with you? No, but he's done the testing. That's the thing. He did not go into this and just say, "You know what? I'm going to be a UFC fighter today." He did <laughs> testing. He did the training. It's not like with Brian. Brian was willing to go to any doctor and just find one. To tell him yes. I'm not saying I'm against what Daniel Bryan did. Because again, I'm a fan of Bryan. I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan of Punk. But again, I'll give him the respect because guess what? He did what a lot of people wouldn't do. And that's face the fucking fear of saying, you know what? I might suck at it. But at the end of the day, this is what he wanted to do. Is he going to fight again in the UFC? I doubt it. No! Not White is not no. allowed to. They don't go in there one more time. The best chance that dude's having having a fucking... Winning a fight is if they book him against a goddamn broom. You know what? That broom would probably wallop him one or two before that. I wouldn't say over. that, but I, I cannot see him again in UFC. If anything, I'll see him in a Bellator but, fucking cage. I'll say, I'll, He's going to go to Bellator. I'll, I'll, agree with, I'll agree with Ray. Okay, that. that's fair because Bellator is nothing but fucking 40 year old men going through midlife crisis as each other. Oh, ben, come think, on. Ben, ben. Think about it like this. Say in a year's time. I'm not wrong! You're kind of are because there's still some guys on Bellator that are fighting. Wait, but wait, I'm wait, saying, wait, wait, wait. to Bellator. I'm just saying he's going to go somewhere to do it. Just like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan would have showed up that following week after his contract was literally going to be over. Well, and go to ROH. What, go to does this guy, what does this guy want out of life at this point? Because, like, did the whole experience with WWE just put him off of wrestling altogether? Basically, he, 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 said okay. that, he said that during his testimony. That's the sad part that it did. It killed his vibe of wrestling. 
So guess what? The next thing that he wanted to do, if he ever had the chance, was MMA. So again, he tried it. He sucked the first time. It took him two more years of training to get into this. So again, I'll give him that respect. Yes, you can see that, oh, the guy almost died. But guess what? It's the same thing as getting in a WWE ring. Same thing as getting in a wrestling ring. What you're doing is still going to kill him. I don't want to feel like I'm talking out of my ass here because I don't know a lot about UFC in this instance. But like... We're only talking about what we see. Here is what I'm saying. Well, if you get dropped on pay-per-view, you have to reevaluate yourself. <laughs> this dude, in the same week, went from his trial, which must have already been taken a lot out of him, because like going through a legal trial must be mentally and to a certain extent physically exerting. Yes, he, he had yes. to stop training for that. Yeah. And he had to go straight into this. This guy has a wife, has all these opportunities on the table, he, he writes comic books. He writes comic books. This dude could do anything in the world that he wanted. He's Philip Brooks. He's CM Punk. This dude could do anything, offer his name to anyone tomorrow, and make a million dollars. He could. I'm not saying wrestling. I'm saying anything he wants to do. Right. Yep. This guy must have known this wouldn't have ended well for him. And he still fucking did it. And he risked, still bettered himself, though. That's the thing. And, and risked horribly maiming himself. Yeah. That is he just, didn't care. He didn't care because he wanted to do it. Do, okay, it's the same as... If do you can, agree? Is the, is the man single-minded and is the man a little bit crazy at this point? Give me that. I would say... I can't agree with that. I can't say... I, I, I would say this. I can compare him to what Cody Rhodes did and to what Sammy did. He bet on himself. Yes, it fucked him over. I can agree yeah, with that. He bet on himself and he failed. But that's the thing. It was worth the try for him. That's all he wanted was to try. Right. That's all we can give him, and that's why I say we you have to at least give him the respect for that, for trying it. Because no, he could have been okay, anyone else okay. and been a better man and just stay at home and say, you know what? I respect Fuck wrestling no, and I not respect, do anything else. I respected him the first time for doing it because it was like kind of like, oh, I wonder how this is gonna go. Yeah. It did not go well. Right. Fine, but at least you tried. Remember that cake they gave Homer on The Simpsons? At least you tried. The second time I was like, wait, he's seriously doing this again? And I'm like I thought once would be enough. Once would be enough. Okay. Okay, listen. We'll have to remember. I will begrudge you this. Second time was just to show whether or not he could do it. He could not. If he gets in the ring, if he gets in the object on a third fucking time, that's it. I'm fucking done. Because, like... I think the second time we're leading up to it, maybe, because his last time was two years ago, maybe in that time, he got better training. But the thing is, when videos started leaking of him, of his trainers fucking giving him stunners and pedigrees, you have to admit... They don't care. They know this is a joke. They get no. paid to do nothing. You gotta admit that. But you gotta no, also... I know that. Hold on, and I was hold like, on listen. And I you want... wanna know what? This may be a little bit of an off point, but I gotta tell you this. Like, what song did he come out to? Call it the personality. personality. That's his wrestling thing. He's still... His wrestling thing. I know what you're thinking. It's his, mu- it's, his, it's his music thing. Who gives a shit? When Brock Lesnar came back to UFC... He came out to enter the same He came out to Sandman. He didn't come out to blah, 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 CM Punk talks about all this stuff about, I'll never go back, this company fucked me over, blah, 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 blah. He still comes out to that theme that is synonymous it's kind with of his wrestling run. It's when you see him coming out to that music, you're not going to think to yourself, oh, here comes Philip, Philip Brooks, the writer of Drax, the comic book. You're not going to be thinking to yourself, oh, here comes CM Punk, the UFC fighter with an 0-2. Watcher 34-day reign. You're going to be thinking of, oh shit, here comes CM Punk, one of the, the former 434-day WWE champion. 
it's a little hypocritical, in my opinion, of him to want to shed this WWE persona while also doing that. I just want to mention this because I want to get this out there. If Say Dana White says, you know what, I've had enough, you're not fighting for me he anymore. He did, he did! He did, which is, which is his decision. He knows, it's a good decision. He's a smart businessman, he knows what makes money. You're going to see Bellator in about six or seven months announce, listen, Punk, we're going to give you a chance, we're not going to give you a lot of fights, but we're going to give you, like, listen, if you want to fight, here's what we're going to do. You know the, the, the first fight he's going to do in Bellator CM Punk, who's going to be 40 fucking years old, versus 50-year-old Ken Shamrock. Oh, That's God. what you're going to get. Now, what I... I would honestly... Right? It's Bellator. Face. They for, would for, people that, for people that don't know, Bellator is basically UFC 2 light with a lot of people that either yeah, retired from UFC or got, or, got, or, got or, got, or got fired. Frank, can't put CM Punk Shamrock in a fight like that. It's Shamrock Bellator. is still a heavyweight. They still... Yes, it's the minor league, but they still go under the same But you know it's, gonna, it's a possibility. I know, but again, okay, this is what I'm going to say. Because then you're going to look at it. Because you guys mentioned the theme. You guys mentioned the theme. This is what I want to say before. We're going to get off this because if not, this is gonna we're going to argue all night. This is going to be Ray's final point. I know. We're going to argue over and over, and let's just stop because we're going to fight. And Again. Which is actually good. Our team punk. We've had an interesting I'll... episode so far. We've had a lot of critical thinking. But to end this, one point I do want to say. Did Punk get to choose the theme? Probably. I don't feel he did. I feel, if you want to say Dana White's a businessman, I'll say this. Dana White knew what he's doing, and what he did was market CM Punk. Punk could have been Phil Brooks in the fight. Brock Lesnar, use Brock Lesnar because that's his name. CM Punk did not come out to, in UFC as Phil Brooks. He came out to CM Punk. You know why? Because Dana White wanted to make the profit off of CM Punk, the former WWE superstar. Which is why he's putting Ronda Rousey in the UFC Hall of Fame. Because he wants to work off WWE superstar Ronda Rousey. I don't want to call UFC a fake business. But again, it's like everything else. Profit is what makes. Tranquilo, my friend. Holy shit. No, but I'm just saying to end it because that's the sad thing of all this. Money. Money is what rules the world. Money talks. And sadly, that's a, that's a this, this, thing, this is what pissed off Punk and why I agree with what Punk did. This is why, in the case, he didn't want money. Because money is what caused all this. Vince, UFC, they're all just making profit that's off the, of the name. I'm sure he probably still gets royalties every time someone watches a pay-per-view with him on it on the He number. does, but guess yes. what? He's, he's even stated, even on Colt Cabana, he doesn't want the money. He told them, keep the royalty check. But again, I don't that's it. it. That's all that this is, is a business. And UFC, yes, they put him on there. You know why Dana White said he'd, he'll never find the UFC again? Because if he keeps putting him on, he's going to be questioned as, so is UFC WWE? Are you just going to put on a guy for a name? This is why Brock Lesnar making him so much money. Was told, that's you know another, what? And You're that's suspended. another thing that kind of bugged me. This is my last point, honestly. Like, CM Punk, 40 years old, doing this. He's putting in the time and the training. But there are like a dozen better young fighters who are fighting for that the opportunity. This is what I'm saying. Fighting for that it's opportunity the business to get thing. on. It's the business. The best thing that came out of that first CM Punk fight was that people found out who Mickey Gall was and that Mickey Gall is actually yes, a very that's the, That was fighter. the only good thing. And that's the only thing. Mike Jackson did the same. He went into business for himself and this is why the fight ended the way it did. He wanted to say, hey, I went toe-to-toe with CM Punk. That dude is going to make a lot more money now. He might be 
fucking gone from UFC. But that dude's making money because of it. So, at the end of the day, just think of this. This one bitch. Money rules, and that's about it. Give Punk the respect for at least trying it. That's it. And the last that's all thing, I'm going to say. And, like, and before we even were talking about this, I saw like a news article. Apparently, Mike Jackson was like targeting Daniel Bryan. No, because Bryan said it first. That's the problem. Right. PW, uh, Ryan sat and shared it, and that's what caused, again, that attention, that money. Daniel Bryan said it as a joke. Mike Jackson saw <clears throat> money. So, again, we're going to move on to the indie update because that goes Speaking into... Speaking of Ryan Satin, he yep. also shared another little announcement this week. And uh, we have to be careful how we talk about this one, I know, for you especially. But, uh, oh, I know where you're going. I'm just going to stay quiet over here. Okay. Enjoy, so, guys. Let's talk how you doing? about oh. this one, shall we? <laughs> so, uh, House of Glory Wrestling, a fed that we go to quite a lot. And, and we love it so much. Love it. It's like a home to us. who have been very kind to us. And they have been, they've provided us with spaces to do interviews. A yes. lot of their talent are close to just casual, close friends and right. casual acquaintances. Very approachable. Very approachable people. Very good work environment. I worked there. They got into a little bit of... They got into a little bit of controversy on the internet this past week. Unnecessary weekend. controversy. Unnecessary, in my opinion, because... Right. Let me put this out there before we talk about the specifics. So they had a show last Saturday If a, if a federation books a person you don't like, you don't have to go to the show. It's your right to choose if you want to go or not. But don't insult a fed for wanting to make money. Or fans if they choose to, to go. go. That said, let's talk about I love this. how Ray's looking at his face. like, what this is This past weekend, seconds. House of Glory Wrestling put on put on their latest latest run of their summer wrestling shows. The last one. one temperature rising. Temper, last one before this was Fair Warning. This was Temperature Rising. Oh, I think I finally get this. Fair Warning, Temperature Rising, High Intensity. That's... That's actually wow, that's actually pretty clever. Wah, wah, it's wah. like we market this. Hmm. Yeah, but stop talking. So what's coming down the like we could go do a total review. So, so basically, just if you want the results, go to hogwrestling.net. We gave you guys a full in-depth look. Full look at the videos down. coming soon. Biggest, for tickets for high intensity, hogwrestling.net. Two biggest updates to come out of the show. We'll submit them right here. We have a brand new House of Glory Crown Jewel champion. And uh, Sammy Callahan. And the draw, Sammy Callahan. And they also, they also beat the shit out of JD from NY206, which was fucking crazy. Uh, and they also announced that the uh, high intensity, the main event, is going to be Amazing Red versus Ante Gangone in a no, no ropes, ropes match, match. Which is going to be freaking sick. Can't and also, if you were that. there live, you saw that they had a ramp. And a rib. Then making towns, making money. Good for you guys. But and then they had the controversial moment. Uh, high Intensity 7 is just around the corner in, in August, August 17th. August 17th, the night before HOG, the night before uh, NXT Brooklyn. Brooklyn, the night Brooklyn 4. Yep. They announced what will be one of many guests for their show. Yeah. Which, one of, which the one they announced just so happens to be real one. Formerly known as WWE Cruiserweight Champion Enzo Amore. And if you were there, the reaction started positively yep. and, and then evolved very quickly into negativity. A lot of booze. And after, and bear in mind, House of Glory is not a small fed anymore. And right. this was not a, this was not an announcement to sneeze at. This was the first indie appearance of Enzo Amore after being fired. WWE. I mentioned Ryan Satin earlier. He was the first article I saw that broke this news, which is not 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 for nothing. But like House of Glory, as good as it is, 
doesn't typically make the front page wrestling dirt sheet news a right. lot. If they do, it's either good. It's always good. Yeah. But the thing was, a lot of the comments on this article, under the Facebook links, and a lot of them were, let's be polite here and say, less than positive. People were not happy. Mixed reviews. Mixed reviews, <laughs> to be short. Use the political correct People term. are not only insulting him, which is kind of its own can of worms we got into, which, yeah. listen, we're not crazy about the guy, but then they start attacking the company itself for booking the guy. Right. And this is where I have to put my foot down on this. I make it no secret. I have a, I have no kind of respect for Eric Arndt at this point of the game. Right. Right. We, <laughs> listen, I was... I've loved for a very long time. A Mark Renzo Amore. I will freely admit it. I was. And to be fair, I'll admit it. There's a small part of me that still wants to like the guy. There's a part of me that does. To quote John Oliver, it's a part of myself I hate, but it's a part of me. Uh, but listen, if but if I was at Indie Fed and I wanted to draw for what is essentially one of my top two shows of the year, mm-hmm. and I had him as an option on the table... If he's available... Yeah, I would do it. Let's face the facts. This dude announced that he was going to be in Times Square and in six hours packed that place full of like 5,000 people. You can imagine the subways, the bus stops, every, everything. everything being yeah. act, like, packed. I highly recommend looking and at the And also it's Times Square too. But here, but here is the thing. We'll get into the discrepancies with that uh, in a little bit. But should, should HOG be thrown under the bus for making what is, in all honesty, not a terrible business decision? No. No, they should not be thrown under the bus for this at all. It's a decent business move. However, I do question one thing. They are looking at this as, like, wow, he was able to draw 5,000 people in Times Square. That was for free. People didn't have to pay to do that. This is going I, to be, I don't agree with that point, but go on. This is going to be a wrestling show that costs money. But then again, y'all like this show is going to have various other guests. So Enzo is not the main draw. Enzo is not your main. It's just, it's just draw. the first of probably many people that they're going to announce. So in my opinion, I don't hate this move. I actually think it's kind of smart. But I am right. just worried for the company. I'm not angry at the company. I'm worried for the company because this could go bad. A Enzo Amore tends to attract a certain kind of demographic. Yes. A certain kind of people, not just dudes, not just girls, just a certain kind of click. Mm-hmm. And I am genuinely worried what will happen when that click comes in contact with hardcore indie fans who do not like this guy and he comes out on stage and starts doing his thing. I am worried. Whether it's, whether it's his routine from and WWE. This is, and considering the attitude that he poured into his song recently, uh-huh. that it won't take much to like, get that dude hot and have him say some really stupid shit on the microphone. Because so honestly, I'm, I'm, I, I was bringing to this, uh, bring this up to you before before we uh, went live. Is that if he's uh, like, say if we're wearing our merchandise and he notices that, and then he sees like other people who have other podcasts as well, which you, which. If you listen to podcasts, good for you. They're wearing their own merch. He's going to see that be like, oh, it's all you people that are talking shit about me. That's what I'm afraid of. If you give him a mic and he starts going off, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, so... so all, listen, all they need to do is have him come out, cut a promo. If he wants to wrestle, fine. Keep it short. 
this could go very well or very bad. They just got to play it smart. Right. So, regardless, many more. And now, do you have anything last to say about this? Nothing else, really. I need to see it in person to give my final thoughts about the whole thing. But then again, because honestly, more, like like we were saying before, there's going to be more, more people that no. you have. LAX, who are the current tag team champions. You have Evander James, Ken Broadway, Anthony Gangon, the Amazing Red, Smiley. You, you have, of course, you have to throw him in. You have people there that you know and love and that are going to be there every show. And basically, that's going to be your attraction. Whether who they bring in or not, if you're if you're just an independent guy, those are the people you, that you're there to support. Can I give my two cents? Sure. Sure. Okay. So, Ben, I like the point you gave. I like everything. It's Wrestling, yes, is a business. Right. But a it lot of times is. with the independents, not everything is about the money. A lot of times, there is the fan for Enzo. It's like I mentioned to Mike off the air. I don't want to be devil's advocate because I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're just defending it because you work there. No. Every company tries to bring in people that people want to see. Because we can run a show just off House of Glory talent. We have a whole school of guys that I will tell you, when you guys see, you're going to go, holy shit. But guess what? Fans, yes, the same people he dissed, the reason he did it was because he wasn't wrong in the way he did it. Because you guys want to see this person from here, this person from here. This is why I made fun of the WWE-wise, because guess what? You guys want to see all of them. When guys get fired, you might talk shit, oh, they got fired because of this and that. First person to go see at the big event, first person to go see for meet and greet, first person to do this. So yes, was the mixed reviews out of the Enzo thing? Yes, it was expected. But guess what? I can say now, and I'll, I said it to them, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. High intensity, that meet and greet line is going to be from the entrance of Amazura all the way to the back. Right. And I'm not being a dick. I'm not trying to fucking blow our horn. Because guess what? <laughs> the company has been around for eight fucking years. Sorry for you my language. You know what? To quote a great man. Controversy creates cash. No, but that's the thing. I'm not saying that we're doing that to create controversy. We want to bring a great show. And it's going to be brought, no mm -hmm. matter if it's an Enzo, if it's another name, no matter what, high intensity in every House of Glory show we put on, we just do it for you guys. So again, if you guys like it, good. If you don't want to see him, don't come. Come for the other town. There's, like there's, a, there's a GCW show down the street, all right? I'm saying that right now. But like, Thanks, let's... Ben. But still, there's going to be a lot <laughs> more talent you're going to want to see, and especially the House of Glory. Anyway, come on. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to talk indies right now. I'm just explaining yeah. this because our topic was Enzo. <laughs> so again, that's going to be a lot of people. There are going to be a lot of people that are controversial. But guess what? A lot of people still want to see him. Like a lot of people want to see Hogan. A lot of people want to see Swan. A lot of people want to see a lot of people that are controversial or were considered. So again, please... Yeah. Don't just attack. Get the facts straight, because a lot of times you're still going to want to see the guy. That's my two cents. Come support HOGWrestling.net for all tickets and information, and just support your local fucking and on, indies. Uh, and on so, that note, we're going to stop talking about it. Support your local indie friends. Right. We're going to stop talking about the end zone. Teach that. That's it for that, but there's other indie shows that are coming up. Let's talk about some other indie feds. Also, Sorry. this... Let's talk, just, about, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Pro Wrestling Magic. Pro Wrestling Magic is doing very well right now. They have, oh, yeah. This is the end of their season. Remember that. Each each time comes with a season. So this is the end, I believe, of season three. If really? I'm not mistaken. 
I believe so. Right now, I'm just pulling up the Have they only been around three years? I guess so. I just know they're working in season, so I think this is the end is of that, season three. Wow, it's almost as if taking a break is actually good for productivity. Crazy. Hmm. Gee, no. I wonder if a podcast does that. Wow. Oh, shit, I'm looking in the mirror. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has but, been a very um, interesting episode. really has. You know what? It's good. We're actually having a good conversation. We can't just always agree. That's the only thing. Something that you guys have to learn. Next, Gee, um, it's almost know. as if, wow, you. it's almost as if you can have such a wide variation of opinions, you can almost be considered a unique human being. Hmm. In this day and age, man? Wow. Can you? We need to talk about other shit besides WWE. But, okay. um, so yeah. if you want to go to Pressing Magic, the next show is June 16th. That's a Saturday. Pricing Magic. I'm trying to read the name. Nothing, oh, nothing to, lose. to lose. Nothing to lose. Pricing Magic, nothing to lose. Saturday, June 16th at the Phil Sheridan Building, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. AKA the Knights of Columbus. Knights right. of Columbus, thank you very much. Doors open 6.30, bell time is 7 p.m. Front row is $30, general admission is $20. Yay. Advanced tickets available at prowrestlingmagic.ticketleap.com. Card subject to change. It is looking to be quite an amazing show. Do come down for that. Main, Next. Of, main event is Protestant Magic Champion Mike Donovan taking on Dan Moff. And you also have Beast. former GAWP former GAWP guest Aaron Bradley and his tag team partner Steve Off. The American Murder Society yep. versus the team of Tommy Dreamer and Fala Ball. Very interesting. Holy bah, shit. Bah, bah. Sorry, I like Fala Ball. So, if, you, so you're in, <laughs> if you're in the area in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. If you're around the Knights of Columbus, that's basically the Elks Lodge. Come on down to Pricing Magic. Again, support your local indies. And finally, last but certainly not least, MLW returning to New York City. Returning to Queens, funny enough. Melrose Ballroom. That's the name of the venue. It's a venue. Sadly, a lot of people don't look at it anymore. It's weird. Why is that? I I don't know. Most people, when they go to Queens, it's a lot of either the Elks or it's it's either that or they go to Elmcore. Melrose is a beautiful venue, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So, MLW Returns, it's a company that has been around. Dusty Rhodes would talk about it, Terry Funk. They're coming back, they're bringing in a crazy amount of talent for their TV taping. Already announced a 40-man battle riot. Yes, you heard that correct, a battle riot. Not a battle royal, a battle riot. So, this will be uh, July 19th. The winner of that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is receiving a title shot currently held by Shane Strickland. So... Go check them out, MLW. That'll be July nineteenth. The full info, and I can finally give this right because my. By the way, it's a month away, so if you guys. Yeah, so again, we'll get more info. Here is the full card right now. Main event: the first ever battle riot. Forty wrestlers elimination by pinfall submission over the top rope. No DQs. Participants enter every sixty seconds. Winner gets a world title shot, just like Ray said. I just said. (laughs) I know you just said it, but I'm reading it straight from. It's better when it comes out of Ben's mouth. Go on. Exactly. Fuck Sam and Callahan, I'm the draw. Carry on before. Oh, I can't wait for high intensity. <laughs> Where's that Kendo? The Battle Rider participants <laughs> thus far John Morrison, Davey Boy Smith Jr., Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan, and ACH. That's a. What, Weird. A, what a motley crew. What a motley crew. Also signed to appear Shane Strickland, Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix. Barrington Hughes, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, he's better than you and he knows it, Sammy Callahan, oh, look at him, him too, uh, Selena De La Renta? De La Renta. Okay, and ACH. <laughs> Don't forget, you can get your tickets now at www.mlwtickets.com, and yeah, Melrose Ballroom, uh, July 19th, uh, 60, 
36-08, 33rd Street, Long Island City, 11106. Check that out. It's going to be an amazing time. And that just about does it for the indie update at the moment. So we're going to collect ourselves, take a breath, and get something to drink. And we will be right back with WWE updates, Money in the Bank, NXT predictions, and what's going on with the GAWP championships, Stupid Tweet of the Week, much more right after this. Henry, will you please see what those boys are up to? Introducing WWF Wrestling Buddies. Wrestling Buddies from Tonka. Punk em, bop em. Wrestling Buddies are looking for action. Hey, fellas, what's going on? Nothing, Dad. Drop kick! Who do you think you are? That's Hulk Hogan! Wrestling hey. Buddies want to be your buddies. Henry, what's going on up there? Nothing, dear. WWF Wrestling Buddies, new from Tonka. Each sold separately. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And before we get into the rest of the show, as if like fucking clockwork. Hold on, I got this Listen, one. Listen, you don't have to knock every time you have to come in. This is technically all... Let me like, get the door as if I don't already know who this is. Hello? Oh, get it, shut up, get it, get in here. Ow. All right, you're obvi- okay. You're obviously pissed about something this week, so okay, we know. Rey Mysterio lost at the New Japan show. I know you're pissed about and that, right? And they misspelled his name. And they misspelled his name. We know you're mad about that too, right? I was just bringing the coronas to say thank you for taking care of my bird. Oh, that, that was uh, your that was bird? your bird. Yeah, what happened to Tweety? Uh, have one of those coronas. <laughs> okay, what happened, Senor? Where's my? That's not gonna wake him up. What are you doing? Tweety? Tweet, 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 tweet. It's moving. It's moving. Hello? This is a horrible no. week. Mike, just no. I'm going to come back next week. No, oh, Pepe Kimmer. Your motherfuckers kill everything. Okay, bye, everybody. I need to, I'm going to need to play the most sad edition ever. I'm going to need to play the sad mariachi music. For I knew that, that was the sad mariachi guys. music. I need to hear this. That was fucked up, You killed his bird. There was a mariachi. Fucking there was a mariachi band on, on my on my subway this morning. We're in New York. Anything else expect? happened to you this morning that you want to talk about? What is with you in the subway? I also, disco- I also discovered a secret hole in China, but that was a different thing. We could go to Japan. Is it China? China? We could go to China. <laughs> you fucking racist. First tired, Tweety. I am tired. We're on top. <laughs> I didn't do that one. <laughs> this is the GAWP. This everybody. is the weirdest day and the weirdest day. I episode. still want to know who the fuck Bold Soldier is. <laughs> who is this? Haji. Who is this? Well, someone we do know who is. Is wait, not something we know. But Give some- me my phone. NXT! Good God, NXT! Can we talk about NXT, please? Okay, I'll do. I'll be reading that. Apparently, my title. The title is on the line. Yes, it is. Why you make me do so this? So you're defending at NXT, and I'm defending at Money in the Bank. Is that yes. how this is working? We are screwed. Well, you are. I, I'm a fucking. I'm undefeated. Who's so. my opponent? Mama. Round you two. You thought you were gonna. Run away! You both thought you guys were sketchy clean. Hey, listen, he, he may be scared. I beat your dad like what? 
two or three times by this point, I'm not scared, all right? Um, you haven't beat me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I remember, that, remember the unfortunate deal I made? He's cashing it in at Money in the Bank. So it's a three-way. I never want to hear you say it's a three-way <laughs> ever again. With I you kind of regret that. Yeah, you do, don't you? Go into NXT predictions and let's see how Mike handles this. Again, we do not. Oh, wait, you can throw in your predictions as well. Sure. Yeah, we we'll talk about. We do not have Trixie's predictions at the time of this recording. Oh, you do. Wonderful. I stand corrected. She's another my, correction she's from my Ray mama. Another correction from Ray Rodin. No, brought to you by Pepsi. She's we're not sponsored by Pepsi. I wish we were. That would be cool. Pepsi, sponsor us, please. We're not okay. sponsored by Corona either. We're not sponsored by any other product. If you want to sponsor us, please let us know. We'll do anything. Wait, no. With cheap doors. Carry on. <laughs> I want to say, we wanted to say we'll do anything for money. No, but no, will not. no. Ray will, will do, we? Ray will do no. anything for money. Carry on. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? Okay. Fuck so, Mike, your first match. Okay. The Undisputed Era, the team of Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, will be defending their NXT Tag Team Championships against Orny Lokan and Danny Birch. Is this really up for debate? It's obviously going to be Strong and O'Reilly. Okay. I agree. So, uh, for... <laughs> who? 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 Who is this? Who, was... this? who is this? <laughs> For the Ben that's editing this later, please take this part out. I'll beep that. <laughs> please, no, just take that whole part out. Okay. No. Now, beep from, it. <laughs> For we my, we, we don't cut anything, but my, the reason is because Undisputed Era is probably has to be a faction that they need to push, okay. and, and they have the UK okay. show coming up, Got and it. they need to win it. Yeah. Okay. My mama's picks Undisputed Era. Oh, we're on the same boat. Yes. Okay. Next and, match. Any thoughts? Sam, I want to keep those straps. Yeah. Do you think it's weird it's not seven and bait? They want to save it. Or nine and They're going to save it for the UK. Remember well, not even that, the but they're not doing Cole and Dunn, champion versus champion at least. No, that match we'll needs see. to happen. We'll see what they do. Probably for Brooklyn. That could be NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Maybe. Okay. It depends on how long the feud goes. Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Uh, honestly, I think Shayna Baszler is going to win this. Nikki Cross is there just to help her out, to keep the title reign a little, keep going. Unfortunately, Dakota Kai is not the referee, <laughs> like <laughs> I wanted last week. That was hysterical. But uh, your prediction, Ben? Nah, still Shayna. I feel they want to give her a nice, long, dominant reign, kind of so the person who beats her. I think her around uh, WrestleMania weekend is when she loses. Probably, they're probably grooming Bianca Belair, to be quite frank with you. She's or Candice or Dakota. We'll or see. even uh, Tony Storm, who they signed. All valid options. Who did, uh, who did uh, Trixie pick? Mama picked Shayna as well. All right. Okay. Still on We're on the same boat. Okay. Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. This is a tough one. Quite honestly, I'm going to go with Velveteen Dream on this one. I'm actually as well, just because I feel, yes, Ricochet, this is his first pay-per-view. However, I feel they're grooming Velveteen into moving on eventually in the main roster by now. So I feel this is like, I'm gonna this use- is his testing point. This is where he needs to... He can walk out and he hasn't Victorious. had it that, won't hurt Ricochet. He hasn't had that big win. Yeah, this won't hurt Ricochet. Yet. This won't Ricochet, Ricochet can take a slap on the rest yeah. and move forward. Patrick Clark needs it a little more. Here's the thing. I agree with your reasoning is that if he wins, he could go to the main roster. I kind of look at it as more of like, remember back in the old days when you were moving to a different territory, you would lose on the way out? I think... That's more of a championship thing, though. He's still... 
I feel needs to win that championship, so he but needs to win. Out. You always have to debate me on these things. If I'm just, if I misspoke, I'm just saying, it's kind of like that idea. I'm going with Ricochet because this is like his first singles match on a takeover of on a worldwide scale that a lot of people can see him on. And Velveteen Dream, he's probably the next person to be brought up on the main roster. God forbid okay. he goes to Raw or SmackDown. Maybe SmackDown he'll benefit more, but if he goes to Raw, God help him. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go with Ricochet because I think the next thing for him is probably Adam Cole or either Black because now they have the two championships. Okay. No problem. Um, Mama's picking Ricochet as well. So three for three. For three. Okay, this is going to be the match of the night, hopefully, for the NXT Championship. Alistair Black versus Lars Stop Sullivan. fucking lying to me. Before you were saying this match is going to suck, you were telling me how Black is going to have to carry him through this entire match. You're now listen, Lars is green, no matter what you... I'm not saying it's because of him being green. I said... You're mis- misusing my words. What I said was, this is going to be a hard match for Black just because Lars is going to the main roster. He's not getting the title set. Right. But Alistair is not going to be able to do all of his offense, and it's going to be something of... The finish is going to be weird. I can see us reviewing it next week because Alistair is not going to pin him. Decided, yeah, he's not going to pin him off just any regular move or something. That's going to be dominant because it's take Lars more, it's, Sullivan it, it, still needs to look strong. It's going to take more than one black mask. Yeah, but it's going to look weird. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like this match, I'm well, not saying. Regardless, I'm taking black to retain. Okay. I think black, like Shayna, like Cole, like on the street. They're going to have a bigger room. Yeah. Uh, right, she's and, picking same. Right. Okay. Now for the main event for the match, the, the, the true main event. This is the main event because most likely I feel this is going to end the show. It's one, the it, Chicago it, it, street fight. One year since the betrayal. Yep. It is going to be the Sicilian psychopath Tommaso Ciampa mm-hmm. taking on Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. And the stip is Chicago Street Fighter. Yep. So who do you pick? And honestly, why? before I get into prediction, last month, well, no, not last month, a couple months ago, they did the unsanctioned match between Gargano and Ciampa. Yep. That was one of the best matches on the show. Yep. And the best match so far of the year. Yep. And with the Gargano on my Philly. But I feel that this match is probably the end of the feud. Yes. And, and what's the appropriate uh, stipulation of what match you end the feud on? Hell in a Cell. I think, because with the storyline... in NXT? Yes, NXT, they've done war they, games, they've done, they've done war matches. games. They've done no, I'm just saying, matches. like, Hell in a Cell, to me, I get where Mike's coming from, because that is the way to end the feud. However, that's more of a main eventer in WWE. That's the match for, like, a taker, for a baller, I know, someone but like if, that. With this, if I'm a Triple H, I'm thinking, you know what, this feud is really good, and it's been going on for about a year now. Yeah. How do we? How do I end it? If, like, say, if he put himself in that position, how would I want to end the feud? It'd be Hell in a Cell. Now, I don't know if the building can like hold the structure. That might be the question. That's, that that's probably the, question, the reason. Yeah. That's probably the reason why they're not doing it, because okay. the building is much smaller. So you say it's the end. Who's walking out victorious then? Chicago Street Fight. I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa, because I think, I think the mind games have been working and storyline for Ciampa in his favor, with Candice getting hurt, with him getting away easily from Johnny. And I think the next thing for Ciampa is for him and Alistair Black. 
Mm. And I think Gargano, I think it's going to be more of maybe he's looking at himself again. It's like, what do I need to do? Do I need to change who I am? Maybe go to the main roster. But I'm, for this one, I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, this is something tricky now. Which mm. is? What do we do? Well, what, ben, well, well, ben who do you have? Okay. I am going to go with Ciampa also. If they're gonna, if this feud's gonna go to the third rubber match, then he has to win this one, in my opinion. But what if this is the end? What if this is their final match? That's the thing, though. If it is, then Johnny. If it isn't, Tommaso. Right. But do you understand my logic? Like Champa, if Black needs opponents, and I think him and Gargano is gonna be good, I think you just need to wait on that a little longer. Yeah, in my opinion. Because also, there's a lot of people. Well, oh, the, thing, the other thing you got to consider is, in my opinion, like, are either of these guys going to the main roster anytime soon? I think soon? at least Johnny will be the next with Lars and Dream. Yeah, the Dream. I heard rumors, very faint rumors, that Velveteen Dream was supposed to go up after Mania, I Mm-hmm. Yeah, Triple H uh, put a halt on that. I was like, Listen, I want to keep him down for a little bit. Let me work with him a little more. And then then I'll give him to you. Okay. So what did Mama pick? Champa. Oof. So you guys are tired. Five, five. And I've asked. She doesn't want to change them. I'm so, not changing mine, so. Shit. Well, that's insane. Looks like we're going to need some other way to determine this championship. Something to add. What are you talking? Something to add a little spice. Got to spice this up a little bit. What are you talking about? I have an idea. Instead of a wrestling predictions contest, are you familiar with what two-time spicy ramen is? You wouldn't. Oh, I would. And I know Listen, she I am too. sorry for giving him a WrestleMania. I'm sorry for giving him a title shot, but for the love of On God. On a date to be determined, very soon, I decree that Home Milk Michael is defending his GAWP Hardcore Championship against the Queen of the Fairchild Asylum, Trixie, in a two-time spicy ramen-eating challenge. The rules are as follows. <laughs> you must complete your bowl of ramen. If you do not, you lose. If you complete your bowl, you must go 20 minutes without drinking milk. That will kill them. I don't think you can do that. And if you came... Make at least five. If you came and drink milk, you lose. Make at least five minutes. But then, if you both make it that amount of time without drinking the milk, the first one to go to the bathroom loses. What kind of rules are these? There must be a winner. I would just say let them, whoever finishes first... Because knowing him, he's not going to finish. I can see it now. You're not going to finish that bowl. You're doubting my eating skills? Yes. Yes. Look at me. I'm fat. You can't handle spice, though. You can't handle it, bro. I couldn't handle it. I made a decent amount of time through that ramen before I got to the milk. I made it to at least bite number two before I did. Name the place. Name the time. Name the day. Get your phone out. We're recording this for YouTube. I accept. All right, we'll wait and see what... what okay, now for the big boys. Mike, tell us what we're doing. Fucking each other. Well, okay, I'm... Uh, listen, Ray, Smiley, I like you. Not in that way. 
I know you like Smiley a lot, so this will help you. I like him a lot, but not that way. So this one is going to be complicated because it's Money in the Bank, and usually we do a Money in the Bank briefcase type of gimmick as well here on GWP. So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to ask, it's going to be normal. Ben, Ray, and Smiley will give their predictions for each match. And with the Money in the Bank gimmick, pay-per-view itself, if you if the person predicts the person cashes in that night, that's an extra point. That's an extra point added to your total score. The person in last place gets the briefcase. Wouldn't that be second place? I could agree for the last place. Just give it to the last place. I'll give it to. It depends on what the score is. Okay. Figure out either second or third. It depends on how well you do. But which can is, be the last place because. If look at the last fucking match, they're all tied up. So we might be tied on a few. You never know. All right. So Commence. we have Money in the Bank. It's yeah. live from Chicago. Oh, boy. No shit. Don't say no shit. I'm just saying because TakeOver was Chicago, so I'm expecting it to be Chicago. The reason why I'm saying Chicago is you're going to expect a step to be like, guess who didn't last two minutes? Uh, but he did. He lasted the whole fucking... It's Stephanie. She doesn't know. <laughs> She's on undercover bar. She, you can barely fucking... You can recognize her from a mile away. It is the worst makeup I've ever seen. Is that Stephanie with a blonde wig? Yes, Not it clearly is her. Doesn't know she has some rosy cheeks though. Yes. Without makeup, she's very rosy. You wanna what? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you wanna know why her cheeks were rosy? Shut up, Joe. Matches are as follows. We're going by what they announced by Wednesday night at ten o'clock. Yep. Pre-show match. The Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan, defend the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships against the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Harper on Twitter made a hilarious tweet saying, are you going to bring your hot Asian wife with you? He didn't tweet, do you know what today is? So that was interesting. He usually does. But but who do you got? Who do you got? It's the pre-show. To be fair, though, the Good Brothers have won the tag team titles on the pre-show before, mm-hmm. but me thinks they want to keep the uh, tag straps on the Bludgeon Brothers a wee bit longer. I'm going to go with the Bludgeon Brothers. Who does uh, Smiley pick? Papa has the Bludgeon Brothers, as do I. So we're all on the same boat here. Bludgeon Brothers, I think I'm going to go with Bludgeon Brothers as well. Recently just got WrestleMania. Need to give them a little more time. only reason I'm, go- I'm going with Bludgeon Brothers is just because I feel this might be the night's Sanity debuts. So have them confront them. On the pre-show? Okay. At least, like, even the hey, intro, it doesn't love, have to be... I would love to see that. It doesn't have to be them come out, just something saying, we're coming. Be like, give a warning. Yeah. It's like, we're, we, we, we want to play, too. Yep. Next. Uh, Bobby Lashley... Versus Sami Zayn. This one might actually be a little this different. This build has us. been horrible. Well, I have no doubts. This match is going to be perfectly fine. Let's, talk, let's talk about what they did on Monday. They, they, did, off, a the fucking, they did a fucking NXT hey, at least challenge didn't do the, course. At least they didn't do the tightest and someone fell. Oh, God. You know what's, what's weird about this? They were in, the crowd was into this. They were chanting, you suck, you suck. Let's go, Lashley. This was weird. I can't believe they actually got behind this after all the weeks of bullshit. Because, you know what it was? Just because that comment, that comment, like I mentioned last week, went oh, too far. Oh, knock it the fuck off. That comment was something that went far. 
People hate when you question the military because it is Americana. This went from seriousness to Sami Zayn swinging on a rope like a like a fucking monkey. Let's just go. Uh, what do you got? What do you got and why? I went with Bobby. I am because Bobby. on paper, again, this match is going to be good. On paper. All right. And I love Sami Zayn, but I feel they're going to give Bobby the win just because he needs the win. He needs to start building up if, as rumors are, he might be the one to go against Brock at SummerSlam. So we need something. I guess Smiley went the same way. Uh, Smiley went with Bobby as well, yeah. I'm going to go with Sammy. Explain. Okay. Here's the thing. Sammy Zayn is the cocky shit heel. Yeah. Yes. Here's the thing. We all want this feud to end. It's not going to fucking end. And the way you do that is you have the heel win. Mm, interesting. So I'm going to go with Sammy. You know why I say the feud's I ending here? You know I what? I voted. I've voted for Sami Zayn several occasions in these predictions, and he's always been my ace in the hole to win. Battleground against Mike Kanellis, he won. Backlash against Baron Corbin, he won. won. So you know what? I'm gonna stick with my guns. Oh, there you go, uh, Mike. Next matchup, what for The big dog, Roman Reigns. The big dog. The modern day Mahalasha. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Did you have a... No, I had an aneurysm. I was going to say something very insensitive. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Clusterfuck. Electric Boogaloo. So, hold on, I think... Biggity Boomaloo to you, too. Okay, I think we can... They almost had this match on Raw, but then they switched it to Samir. I feel like all three of us are going to have the same pick on this. Should we say it on three? One, One two, two, three. Gender. So, wait, where's, wait, where's Smiley pick? Because he's not Both here. Both of us are picking Roman. So, Roman... You pick gender. gender. Explain. Oh, I'm picking gender because. Oh, by the way, the last match I picked Bobby. Yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna... So you so gender because. Well, the one I'm thinking about actually, the way I'm thinking about it in my head is I'm thinking Samil Singh is gonna get. Involved. I feel like he's like thinking ahead. Like, should I stick with that pick? Here's my here's stick my feeling. Here's my feeling. Stick to your gun. Here's my feeling. Every time I voted against Jinder when he was champion, He's won. he fucking won. So I feel like if I do the opposite, it'll actually come through in my favor for a change. So you know what? Yeah, actually, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to go with Jinder. You know what the funny thing is? I'm going to pick Jinder as well. But I have a logical reason. Can you, Ben, do you know what the current storyline is with Roman? Well, the company is against him. They don't want him to be the champion. Now you sit back there as, as laugh and be like, that's fucking ridiculous. But in storyline, Vince is not on his side. Stephanie's not on his side. Nobody's on his side. He feels like the world is against him. I think Roman needs to pile up losses for the story to work. And I think Jinder beating him at Money in the Bank is going to be like the... It's going to be the strong... But Jinder has walked out dominant every single time. Exactly. They've already humbled Roman to the point. But obviously, so, you have Sunil out there, and you're probably going to get Samir coming back. No, I think it's actually going to give me good luck. I'm the one who edited that clip of Roman and Jinder and that beer fest thing. Remember yeah. that? I hate you, Madden! Yeah, but that was the only time Roman actually got some like offense on Jinder. So I, that's why I'm going with Roman, it's just because... Let's go on the wrestling thing. Well, who looks strong? Look, Honestly, who looks gender. strong going into the... It looks gender. But, like, uh, again, they have trolled us before. They have trolled us before. No, you, that's usually the troll. Is yeah, whoever yeah. walks out dominant, go home show, doesn't win. But let's go. Keep going. So, Roman Reigns, we're going with gender. Yep, two Roman, one gender. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. 
Yeah. Big Cass is not hurt. No. And he's been cutting really good promos again. Yes. Even though everybody shits on him, but we, as the GAWP, love his promos. I think the promo he cut on Tuesday was actually really good. I mean, I'm. You have to be this tall to, to ride. Be, to, to ride. Whatever he wants to ride. The super fun coaster. He just said you should have been. You have to be this tall to be a main eventer. Unfortunately, you're down here. I like that. I know a lot. it wouldn't work, but Cass is is doing amazing stuff on the. You can tell he learned under Dusty. You can tell he learned under right. Dusty. Okay, this so is Big Cass's second match with Daniel Bryan. His first one was not. It didn't go Great. that long. It wasn't too bad. This one, I feel like he has a better build toward it, and he's been able to And this one, I think, is going to be a, a showcase. And for that reason, I'm going with Big Cass. As am I. I'm going to go with Smiley's going with Daniel Bryan. Okay, okay another difference. Very interesting. Uh, two, two Cass, one Daniel. Okay. This one is probably going to be match of the night. Elias. Ooh. The Drifter challenges Seth frickin' Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. The build. For this has been wonderful. Have you, did you see the guitar that Elias brought out from John Legend? Allegedly, John Legend. Oh, it reminds me a lot of Honky Tonk. Oh, he's a modern day Honky Tonk, and he's great. He's great at getting that. Say what you will about Honky Tonk as a performer. I always thought he was okay. And as a human being, Ooh, not even worth. But as a character, when he was even as a character, it was believable. Yeah, because he was a fucking. He wouldn't wrestle. He he just get on his own DQ'd. All he had to do was play that fucking guitar, and people would boo. And that's the same thing with Elias. He doesn't have to bleed. He doesn't have to fucking curse or do anything. All he has to do is play that guitar. People fucking hate him. And then show what he could do. In the and here's the thing, though. Again, we're going with that subverting expectations thing. But in this case, Seth Rollins smashed his guitar. I feel like, and you know what? We were going with that logic that Seth might not need the Intercontinental title to face Brock at SummerSlam. Because the rumor is it's going to be Rollins and Brock for the summer. Or it might be Roman. I don't know. But if we're going with that theory, I'm going to go with Elias on this one. I'm going with Elias just on the fact Elias is the only one I can see at the moment on the Royal roster that can beat Rollins and it wouldn't hurt Rollins. Yeah. Like Elias has been built to be the guy that can surprise a fan with this kind of victory. And it wouldn't be as big of a surprise as really him. It's more of holy shit he did it. Yeah. So that's why I'm going with him. Uh, Papa's going with... Uh, I was about to say Smiler. Papa's going with... Papa wants Seth. Smiler to win the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship of the world? <laughs> that would be cool. But no, he's going with Seth. Uh, All right. The one thing I, I kind of wish that they brought up was... Remember the night that Seth Rollins beat John Cena over Reigns back-to-back? Yeah. Who was the person that beat him? Elias. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised they didn't bring up that. At least Elias didn't bring up. He's like, I beat you before. You know why? Because they wanted to and be now this, And now this time, it, it's, when I beat you, it's going to matter. It's because of that. They don't want people amazing. to know You're he's a, done it before. It's so amazing. It's, You're a jobber on NXT, a blip on the radar. You, no, get, you get like mega heat, the like go away heat. You get that X-Pac heat. Right. You show up on Raw, you start playing your friggin' guitar... And then you're getting a championship match against one of the top five dudes in the company at one of their flagship they shows. probably have the best-selling shirt on Elias, the movie. Elias Sampson playing the long game, sir. Good for you. You know what it is also? The fans are different. They are. An NXT crowd compared to a main roster crowd are different because NXT wants innovative. They want indie. That's the difference. So. Also, can NXT I just say, do you guys want to hear something funny for the record? What's up? You know who is a great... Who's a great litmus test to tell who's going to get over on the main roster? My fucking dad. Really? I'll explain. Oh, yeah. I'll explain. 
few years ago. You killed the game. A few years ago, my dad would always come down, watch wrestling for a few minutes with me. He'd be like, look, Benny, you know who I like? The Miz. And I'm like, really? The Miz? And he's like, why do you like The Miz so much? And I'm like, he plays a great character. He's a great evil asshole. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he is. Sure enough, The Miz became really freaking popular. My dad, when I was away somewhere, said, Hey, Ben, we were watching Raw for five minutes, and I was watching this one guy. He had a guitar. He was really funny. Did you pay attention to that guy? He's good. Boo-boo, calling him well. Next match. Uh, no one knows his stuff. He does. My dad watched wrestling for years. I know. you. He, he and I have had some good convos about classic wrestling. Also, with Elias on NXT, he never got really... The time and the segments he needed. That's what, yeah, that was what I was saying. NXT, fans are different. He is one of NXT the NXT is an, if an you're, hour compressed show. If you're wondering, this is one of the benefits of Raw being three hours. Uh-huh. We shit on it a lot, but when a show's that long, the little guys get a little more time to shine. Right. If they keep presenting their shit, shit, and then it's like, oh, here comes the It's like, okay, maybe. Which is why I think they sent so many of the younger guys to Raw so they can get some fucking right. notoriety because. They're not going to get it anywhere else. Yeah. On next match. Uh, SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Carmella versus Asuka. This is a tough one. Me, personally, I am going to go with Asuka just for the simple fact that I cannot buy for a single second that Carmella can beat her. In storyline and in real life. There's no way in hell this woman is going to beat Asuka Clean. If she cheats, I, that's fine. I'm, I'm in quite the opposite reaction. Realistically, opinion. I can't see it. Realistically, no, because here's the thing. Carmella does not need to be a great wrestler. She just needs to be the bitchy heel, and she plays that role exceptionally well. She's going to win by bullshit. She's like, if they wanted Asuka to have that belt, they would have given it to her at Mania. They would have given it to her at Mania. They are set on Carmella till SummerSlam. Till then, in my opinion. If Carmella's losing this, it's at a major show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Carmella. Are we believing the rumor of Ellsworth showing up on Yes, no. absolutely. Because I, I kind of think it might happen, and it might be to assist Carmella. I'm going with Carmella. I'm just going on that, like, just play the mindset You're thinking off. somebody's going to distract Asuka? If anybody, why not Ellsworth? What if it's somebody we're not thinking of? No, I'm just saying, like, that could be... Like, I'm agreeing with Ben. It needs to be a fuck finish. They're not going to have Carmella sadly winch uh, clean with this mm-hmm. just because they still want to build Asuka on tack and have, oh, she can't win. She can't lose clean. Yeah. Who the psycho pick, by the way? Uh, hey, watch how you talk about Papa. Uh, he picked Asuka. Who did your fucking psycho Papa pick? Asuka. <laughs> okay. So he's in the same boat with me, probably. Yeah. Uh... Last man standing. WWE Championship. AJ Styles versus Nutcracker Nakamura. This feud started awesome, got terrible, then got awesome again. The hype was real for me. The hype was real from January. The hype of the match itself, just the idea of having this as an option was amazing on a WWE scale. So, yes, the feud has gone... It's been mixed. It's been very they mixed. They killed that shit so fast. You know what it is? It was so much hype, and when it didn't uh, fulfill everyone's expectations, People were that's what made it yeah. shitty. Then Though it was still, it's a great match no matter what they face. So again, last man standing to me is going to be awesome. 
let's clarify. So they had the match at WrestleMania. It was okay. It wasn't five stars like they did in Japan. Yeah. It wasn't that like that type of match, but it was... But there was really, a lot of stuff on the card, too. You have to think about it. When you look at every other match and then you see that, it's like it goes a little farther. Yeah. Then they had the Greatest Royal Rumble match. Pretty good. Yeah. Double count out, which did get, make a lot of people happy. And then yeah. they had the double kick. Dick kick. Yeah. Then that made a lot of people angry. Because it's like, these are two of the greatest wrestlers in your company at the moment. And you're having you're them kick each other in the deck. And then now, they had the one good match overseas in England that was probably the best out of all of them so far. And now you're putting them in a match where there's a strong possibility we can get a double count out. Funny you say that, Mike, because that's my pick. I'm picking they're going to be both double count out. And this is where I'm going for that extra point. I'm saying the Miz is cashing in here. Ooh. Double count out. And Miz cashes in like he did on Randy. It takes that advantage. One, two, three. New WWE champion. But the so, Miz. so your idea is them both knocked out. And then maybe by like before the 10 count is made, the Miz runs out. Yep. What if the Miz is made of anything? Well, he's in the main event, Money in the Bank match. Well, uh, well, who do you got? Adrian Nakamura, double count out, cash in. Shit. If you would have booked this. This is tough. By the way, okay. well, who else finally picked? He picked uh, Nakamura. Okay. This is tough. Because which ending does this match get? Which does one pleases you? Does it get the clean ending? Does it get the fuck job ending? Does it get the storyline ending? In my opinion, they have dragged this feud out for five matches on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It is time to bring this to a close. Actually, yeah, this would be the fifth. Nakamura will get one, AJ again one win, and then two double counts. So yeah, this needs to be the finale. And in my opinion, AJ Styles can lose that belt and still be just fine. Nakamura needs it a little more. So you're leaning on Nakamura? I want to lean to Nakamura, although I have to say, if... But that's my thing, though. Nakamura wins, AJ gets a rematch, and we do this again. But, (laughs) exactly. Ray's finish is actually not a bad idea, but I'm going to stick with my guns, and I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Me personally, I'm going to go with AJ because... I think if, say Nakamura doesn't win this, don't expect him with the WWE title picture for the rest of the year. I never, I wouldn't say never expect him to win the title in WWE. I'm saying, like, don't expect him to be in another WWE Championship match for the rest of the year. Yeah. At least singles. Maybe mm. Fatal Four Ways or Fatal Five Ways. The main point of this feud, more than anything else, was to show if Nakamura could hang as a heel, which, yes... Yes, he can. Yeah, he's a weird, funny heel. And it works. It really works. It it scares you to think, one Kinshasa and you're done. You're dead. This guy could kill you if you wanted to, but he's a clown. Even even one low blow will kill you. I think there's going to be one spot. Five bucks says one of them's wearing a cup. I was about to say that, but Nakamura goes for it and AJ pulls out the cup. He's going to pull the Cody spot. If you remember... Brock I can't Lester, remember who was match. No, uh, Ring of Honor. That Cody literally did the same. Oh, it was against Matt Taven. Taven went for the low blow. Cody's like, uh, 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 pulls uh, out the cup. Uh, uh. Crossroads, one, two, three. All right, we have our choices for that. So Next. Next. AJ, you guys going up more? I'm going double oh, no, count. You're going, you're going, I'm going double count. You're going Miz. Uh, the Miz. Might as well bring that up now. 
Uh, men's Money in the Bank ladder match. From Raw, you have Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, and Kevin Owens. Sorry, it was mixed. Uh, and then SmackDown, The Miz, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and one member of the New Day. That's the wild card in all of this. Why have they teased that this long and it's not going to bleed to anything? I believe they're probably going to Because they have multiple show. angles to play off now. One, I was talking to Mike off-camera earlier, is look at E3 tomorrow. Look at the hype between New, New, New Day versus the Elite. Oh, you're right. So think about it. If Xavier Woods is able to win, they're definitely putting him in the money in the bank. Because now he can promote. Like, I just won E3. Watch me win that briefcase the, I just beat the New on Japan. Sunday. World Heavyweight Champion. And I'm going for the WWE next. In a video game. Now, if he doesn't, they can go off the angle of Big E being a powerhouse. Him winning. If Big E's in, that means that they're definitely pushing him as a single And then the Kofi, it works just as the veteran of the group. Right. Going in there, you can expect him to do a fucking amazing high spot. And Kofi deserves this. But Mm -hmm. again, I'm still going with the Miz. But it would be cool to see Kofi in there, mix it up with the guys. Especially... Kofi and Balor in that ring would look amazing. Uh, so. Finn in the ring with Samoa Joe again. Uh, Speaking of Finn, the uh, that's my of the new day. He's picking. He's who? picking Finn. He's picking Finn. Interesting. Also, I want to say this because the lead up for the final build for this was actually because I, I watched it. We all watched Raw. If you wa- if you did watch the past four weeks of TV and you just saw. Four men and four women in the ring. You'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know they're doing an intergender ladder match." You'd, and then you'd be like, "No, that's I'll not what this. you're doing." My Monday. worry was taken away on Monday. Braun on that ladder looked okay. I was, I was you, worried you about were waiting that. for him to be cut apart. A big that. show can climb on those no, goddamn no, no. things. No, no, I know. But the but same thing, thing was, it, it was, just, it was, I was like scared. a normal ladder. Yeah. Unless they put like something underneath. Like a restraint, yeah. But I was scared of Braun climbing a ladder and that ladder snapping. Because yeah. he's a big fucking guy. So, uh, who are you I'll say this. Have? With the men's money in the big ladder match, it's I, much easier than I am going to I am going to pick a bit of a left field choice. By the way, my pick is this. Here's why. I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. Because I hear they have a they have a heel run plan for him soon, and what will be better? Stop lying! Why must you lie to me? I'm not lying. I hear they have a heel run plan for him, which ergo means to me heel run, money in the bank. There you go. Well, not for nothing. He should put a heel since he debuted. Yeah, I like that. Ben. Cash is in. You know what? I'll take your Miz idea, and I'll raise you a Bobby Roode cash in on AJ Styles same night. How about so you're that? going AJ wins and then get screwed by Bobby? Yes. I, I, okay. I like the, I like your unpredictability. But so remember, that is an extra point, though, for those keeping score at home. No, I know that. I'm saying I think WWE has clarified it. If you win the money in the bank, you cash it on your brand's champion. Doesn't matter. You can, No, you can do it. They've always stated that. But if it's night of... Well, bets are off. Brock's not there. You actually... Okay. If Bobby wins and he has to cash in on Universal, do you really think he's going to beat Brock? He's the one to beat him? But Bobby can go. He's saying Bobby goes for AJ. You didn't listen to Ben's pick at all. No, I, no I did, but I'm saying. So Bobby, so I'm that's what works. The rule that they stated is. I know, but they always say that. 
they always state that. But when WWE, WWE are if it's con- same night, when WWE they can still do it. are kind of intentionally vague about something, that means that, think about it. They never specifically said, "Oh, you can't cash in Money in the Bank during a match." Then look what Seth did at WrestleMania. Yeah. There you go. The rules can be tweaked slightly, especially for the sake the of the story. Line. So Bobby can cash in on AJ. So that's my pick, Bobby Roode. Okay, you pick Bobby. I'm being completely honest with you. I think they clarified the rule. If you're on Raw or SmackDown, you cash in on your. Yeah, but they said the same at the Rumble. You don't. The only exception I can think of is Edge, and but that was basically him just being a, like a dick. No, but, again, but that's the point. But if, what Ben is saying that Bobby is going to be a dick. He's going to be healed. I get what Ben's saying. Let's yeah. go, let Ben have his pick and let him go with his idea. Listen, I'm fine on this pick, but I'm just like trying to figure out in my own mind how it makes sense. Because um, it's WWE, they book whatever they want. <laughs> Next about, match. Let's, let's talk about something that they want to book on their own. Okay. Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. I am under the strong belief that WWE got wind that Ronda was going to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, and they said, you know what? Whatever we were going to do, let's move Ronda up mm-hmm. and capitalize on this. I don't think but, but, but now we have Ronda versus Nia. We saw on Raw, it's possible, even though it was fucking sick three months ago that Nia was tapping out to submissions. It's possible. You know what I think it is? Ric Flair just stated... Ronda's contract is only a year. So I don't feel it's the, it's the Hall of Fame thing. I feel it's they want to capitalize now while the iron is still hot. Because in a year's time, she might be gone. Because she wants to have a family. But she no, wants to do that. No, that's another thing. But this woman is having the time of her life doing this. Yeah. She loves doing this. In a year's time, that can change. A lot of people have. What? She so easily could have sat at home for this whole feud. She has been there every week. I'll give her credit on that. I give her credit. That can also add to because she's only going to be there. The for only years. time she's ever not been on TV is when she's filming like her bits for a movie. Yeah, that was it. And that's fine. I'm still. Go- I'm. I'm going to agree, but I'm still going with. Uh, I'm going with Ronda. I'm going to go with Ronda. She. I think they're going to give her the belt. I'm also going to go with Ronda. Who's uh, smiling? Okay. He's going with Nia. No, he's going with Ronda. However, he is saying during the match, Natalia is doing a Seth Rollins finish. Ooh, and is going to screw her, her best, best friend. friend. That is an interesting so I love you so much. So Ronda, Thank you. I want the title. So Ronda, he's going with Ronda winning, and Natalia but Natalia cashing, cashing in. Mm-hmm. So that's his bonus point. I'm going with just Ronda winning. And since, since we're talking about the women, this most likely will be the main event, unless they make the WWE Championship the main event, or the men's. What men's. I feel like WWE's been going. Or maybe, maybe. Or maybe. You know how we can tell? Or maybe the, it might be Ronda. Here's what's going to happen. If the Money in the Bank matches happen earlier in the night, and the championship match ends the you show, know the, count you know on happening. a cash-in. If the championship match. Attempt. Or an attempt. I can definitely see the men's opening the show. They're going to open with that just to hint at, like Ambrose did, they yeah. can always like right. open it just to get finished. So we have the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Here are your participants. We'll start with SmackDown. Naomi, Lana. What? Lana. What? 
Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw is Sasha Banks, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Ember Moon. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna want to state this first. In WWE's booking, they'll give it to either Alexa or Charlotte just to add on to their resumes. Yep. Me personally, I'm just picking Sasha, just for the simple fact it's a pun. Okay. Sasha Banks is Miss Money in the Bank. Sasha is that would be funny. That that would be funny. I feel like, in my opinion, I'm going to go in a bit of an opposite direction. I feel like, who has more to gain by getting that briefcase? Lana. Not Lana, because if Lana was good, because the 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 champion is heel right now. Uh, Carmella and Nia. Well, Nia, you really don't know what she is anymore. Yeah, in my opinion. It should go to Becky. Because the last... I said I want Becky to win. Here's the thing. That's my the la- This is only the second female Money in the Bank. Well, technically third, but... Third, okay, yeah. Not, not, but the same, but the same one... You don't one, speak of the first one. But the same one was won. Yeah, we acknowledged. But the same one, the first two were won by the same girl twice, so yeah. can we just yeah. call them one? Right, yeah. The yeah. first female Money in the Bank winner... Holder. Holder was Carmella. A heel. Yes. So, second briefcase, you probably want to give that to a babyface. Right. Just to experiment around with it. I've always said Money in the Bank works better when it's on a heel, but it would work fine on Becky, in my opinion. I'm going with Becky just because I feel she's been the dark horse in this match. Yes, she got the victory over Charlotte, but at the same time, no one is looking at her at all. And WWE has a tendency... When you're not focused at all, you get something. you're going to get something good. So here with this kind of matchup, this can build her career again because she has so much potential. So this is a necessary win for Smiley. I've already stated he's going with Natalia. So. I think w- I, I, the interesting thing about these two Money in the Big Lotta matches is it's inter-promotional. So Raw versus SmackDown for both. I think... You need, in WWE's minds, either we're going to have one brand have both, or each brand have one each. And they're probably debating, okay, most I think we're all in agreement, maybe the Miz is probably the most likely one to win the men's. Yep. And then for the for the women, it's probably going to be either Natalia, the so, woman's one is definitely Alexa, more up in the air. The women's one is definitely more up in the air, because there's no right. set storyline. With, with the men's... You know where they're going. And they kind of know what direction they're going. And so, sadly, there's only a few options they can go. And they can also spin, as Kurt Angle said on Monday Night Raw, that I want both. And if Storyline, he doesn't get both, Baron Corbin, who's now bald, is going to be like, Stephanie's pissed at you. you don't, I actually don't like mind the haircut. It I think it looks cool. better. It looks cool. I like it, but then he had to be anyway, like, so I like it, but then he had to be a little bitch and be like, now the internet nerds don't have anything to complain about anymore. I thought that was funny. It's like he's not wrong. They're right. complaining about Caroline. They're complaining so about. So does this. that do it? Uh, that's it for money. Okay, in the so bank we're not tied. There's there's there is a no good mix, way so. to tie on this one, especially. Is there any game. early uh, match on the nights you think are probably gonna be match on the nights? I'd say men's money in the bank is a safe bet to be a fun. Definitely that one, and AJ Nakamura. I feel AJ Nakamura just because again. No matter what happens, this is the final showdown. Yeah. So I feel they're going to steal the show and give you guys what we've been expecting, and that's that Wrestle Kingdom magic. I think it's going to be the, between the WWE so, and the Intercontinental Championship matches. 
Because yep. I, I, I think with the role Rollins has been on, I think Elias is going to be on the same level as him at the, on this night. So let's see what happens at Money in the Bank. Uh, as far as like reviews and uh, post-match, we'll do uh, pre-shows and post-shows of both shows. And I'm going to see if I can swing it so I can actually watch this goddamn pay-per-view when it happens. Well, you know me, you know me and Ray will hop on our Facebook and yep. give our thoughts. I'll definitely be on that post-show as your new GAWP champion. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, but I thought that, don't you want your dad to win? It's going to be in the house anyway, so either one... No, 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 but listen, wait a minute. You, you've always said you'll do anything for your familia, so yeah. God forbid, what if he tells you to fucking lay down and give him the title? Are you going to do that? Are you going to be a good little boy and do it? We'll decide that after. Don't worry. I just know one thing. You're not welcome to champion. Uh, okay, I've done it before. I will do it again. I'm the goddamn Avenger. You haven't beaten me. Remember that. Uh, yeah. Where you haven't beaten me. Well, you're right, you're right. But and my papa might have failed, because they both are a little bit of a failure right now, but I'm not failing. Ooh. I'm not failing. Did you just call your father a failure? Sadly, I have to, but I'm not failing. We have an ace in the hole, always. See gonna, you guys, Sunday. I'm not going to acknowledge that, but now it's time for Stupid Tweet of the Week. Oh, stupid here Tweet we go. of the Week. Here we go. This week it goes to... If you can record that and put a little jingle behind it, I'll find it. Stupid tweet of the week goes to Bing! Corey Graves. Oh boy, I we know knew this was coming. About. So after the fight that CM Punk had, yep. either Corey Graves got really high or really drunk and decided to hop on Twitter, which is not the best thing to do in the world. Well, if you're drunk or high, turn off Twitter. You'll regret it. Just. Stay off social media in general. Honestly, if, if you are high or drunk and you want to tweet, just tweet shit about movies or comic books or something. So Corey Graves in question had some had to share his thoughts. Indeed he did. Indeed he did. Four tweets, so bear with me. Maybe abandoning everybody who stood by your side even when we weren't supposed to, only to have you turn your back on us wasn't the right move after all. No anger, only sadness. I don't have a lot to say about this one, quite frankly. There's, there's more. Oh, boy. Aw. Seems the fans are disappointed. Maybe you guys should know that that dude held my first son before I did because I was on tour and, and trusted him. I had dinner with him the week after he quit. Okay, let's break that down first before you go to the next one. After the first tweet, everyone was kind of boggled by, what just happened? Why are you tweeting at this? What's he trying to convey? This is the thing. I feel the emotions got to him. Because, again, if they were truly good friends and brothers, it hurts when someone you really care about just disarrays and leaves you behind. So I get it. But, again, I just felt like I told you earlier, it was weird timing just to kick a man while he's down. And then that next tweet, that second tweet, was just him responding to so many fans that kind of destroyed him afterward. Because it's like... You don't do that. Like, you're keeping it very dark at the moment. It's like, he already lost. Let the man grieve already. He just lost. in the hospital. Uh, Whose fucking fault is that? Well, we already got We're not going again. Go. Third tweet. Corey Graves sent out. First rule of punk rock is loyalty. And this guy betrayed it all. I still love you, finger quote, friend. And I'm sorry you got lost. Now you're probably wondering... 
How did he top this? How did he get the stupid tweet of the week? This is his final one. Don't worry, hey, at Vince McMahon. This has nothing to do with you. You either, at Triple H, this isn't corporate, this is real life. Calm down, internerds. Corey Graves, stupid tweet of the week. You missed one point there where he mentioned Kenny Omega. It does, But That it? was weird. That I'm like, okay, I get where he came from. It's a friend that feels betrayed. I get that. But Why that now? tweet that he mentions saying the loyalty part, you're kind of not being a loyal friend either. Taking a friend, basically giving him another blow when he's already down, he's already in pain, that's not being very loyal either. Like, come on, man. If you're talking about, oh, he held your child before you could, you should still have some connection. It's something you don't do. What? What do you think? Uh, what do you think about this? I'm... If this is real, wow, this is a weird way to vent your What do you mean if it's real? Do you feel like he's just doing it? might be at work, this? in my opinion. Honestly, Again? We, we've, we've been tricked before with the Corey Graves book of oh teeth. Oh, my God. Imagine if, for a moment, if you will, Corey Graves shows up at All In. It could happen. We've seen weirder things happen. This is the year where anything can... If we can leave you guys with one thing before we go off the air tonight, 2018 is the year where wrestling lost its freaking mind. Kenny Omega wrestled Chris Jericho to a five-star fucking match. Fucking NXT has put out three or four five-star matches this year. Chris Jericho is IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Fucking the independents are blowing up. Wrestlers you never thought were getting over are getting over. One of the top acts on Raw right now is a guy with a goddamn guitar. Wrestling is losing its frickin' mind this year, so expect the unexpected, especially going into Money in the Bank this year. I gotta say this. I love that about wrestling. We gotta yeah. love that you truly cannot predict, predict. anymore. And that's a good thing. That is a good we thing. We can always say wrestling has turned predictable. Not all of it. And that's a good thing. That's why we love wrestling. reason why we talk about it so damn much. So... These tweets, well, to me, just seem... 70, 74 episodes in, you only realize now we talk about wrestling a lot. I didn't notice. I, was, I just thought we were hanging out. <laughs> but I again... Think, I, I think it was just... Uh, on, a part of me just mentioning the three tweets that led up to that one. Because one stupid tweet was, this was all fine, but why did you have to put Triple H and Vince involved? Because people when think... You, when you know like, they have heat with each other. Because people think, people would automatically think, oh, this is WWE sending him to do it. Like, have the guy that's most, that's closest to him, because they'll look at it as, oh, look at WWE throwing shade. So he wants to show this wasn't a WWE thing. This was him. This is Corey Graves, whatever his shoot name is. This is him being him. This isn't Corey Graves, the WWE employee. This is Corey. So again, just... So that's why I picked... My reasoning is, don't fucking tweet at your bosses in the same moment you're ranting about something. Don't tweet stupid shit is my point. Stupid, stupid tweet of the week. Goes stupid point. tweet of the don't week. Don't end it with this. Go Just be loyal to your friends. Don't fucking do this kind of shit. Because again, if you're truly friends, just support them. All right. You never know. Too fucking shit. Right. Don't yeah. check Twitter. I said don't. Ben, take us out. And on that sobering note, it is time to bring this episode of the GWP 
to a close once again. Oh, you mother... We weren't playing no games today, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll tell you who is playing games. Ramos... What? Ray Ramundo and Mike... Ray Ramundo and Home Milk Mike are playing lots of games. Are you all right? Are you okay? Yes. I froze for a sec. Sorry. You're all right. Yes, I'm fine. This is a serious question because I... Cause yeah, you got you got weird. You're good. Well, my apologies. What, what he's trying to say is that me we and have a Ray, gaming channel. Gaming we did channel, play video today. That's also a vlog channel yep. as well. So then more content out there today. We reported Boga the finale. Please check that out. It was an amazing match. A new hashtag spurted out. Hashtag EMA. Find out what that means later on. When you watch the match, you'll find out what that means. But we also have another YouTube channel. The yeah, main the, one. The General Admission Wrestling Podcast yep. YouTube channels. Type it like it's spelled. Once again, two forms of social media. You have the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Check that out. Or for polls, funny little videos. You may have found a funny little video we posted this week of uh, Mike not being amused at the actions of a particular indie wrestler. And it's... And it's going worldwide. Well, not our clip, unfortunately. Not right? our clip, just the clip in but general. But the clip in general is almost at... Good for at, him. At, like, 2,000 He's views, a good buddy. More than that. 2,000 plus. Yeah. Twitter, at The Gob Show. At The G-A-W-P Show. Follow us there on Twitter. Oh. Don't forget, you can also follow us on for our full episodes iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podcast. Sorry about the little brain fart before, and if I can do it right this time, I will do it now. Don't forget, you can follow these guys on their very awesome gaming channel, GAWP Games, on YouTube. They do a lot of great stuff. As they just mentioned, they do uh, tournaments. Yes. Uh, we do WWE 2K18. That is Universe Mode Tournament. A lot more. As always, leave comments below. Let us know what you guys want to see, which I do the best we can. What you like, what you don't like. We definitely do Street Fighter just to go off yes. what's happening at E3, and definitely a lot more video games to come soon. So, and on the, and don't forget and don't forget to tune in what this else? Sunday. Uh, merchandise. Uh, we're working, situation working. Uh, working on it. For I now, mean, there's just one logo on there, right? On Redbubble. Yeah, so. but we don't even know if it's able to buy it. If it's viable yet. If you want to Redbubble.com, or if you want to go to the old store, it's at uh, tpublic.com. We can just try. We're trying our best here, guys. We're trying to make this work. We'll, if you do have an issue, do let us know. Message us on Facebook or on Twitter. We we're trying to resolve it. what we can at the moment, but again, we're working on it. So thank you guys again for always for so, supporting us. We love great. you guys. And I'll. Can, and by the way, I can I take us out this week? Sure. Because tell you what, guys, we have been talking for almost two hours now. I had just a hell of an experience trying to get here. It has been a long week so far. I have almost died, so this is where we ooh, must bid ooh, you. Ooh. So this is where we must bid you an adieu. So thank you to everyone listening out there on the internet. Goodbye and good night. You do not use Bang. any Omega takeout. Mike, take us home. Join the madness and don't forget to follow the law. See you guys next week. We'll see you guys this weekend. Facebook. Post and uh, post and free shows. Or I will remain undefeated. Fuck you all. I love you all.